Welcome to the Time For You podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 70. My name is Erin, and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy, and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. everyone. Welcome back to a new Monday. Hopefully you've had a good weekend. Today I want to talk about something that is I feel like constantly on my mind and that is boundaries with technology. I know I've mentioned bits and pieces throughout the podcast episodes but I've never done a dedicated episode to boundaries with technology So I want to highlight a bunch of stuff here and hopefully it can be beneficial for you because they are things that I've been trying to implement into my life and it has definitely made a very, very big difference. First of all, I want to remind you that every single piece of technology that we have, our phones, computers, tablets, TVs, smart home systems, security systems, our cars, everything They are tools and they have been given to us to serve us. And too often it flips on us and we are the servant of our tools. And I've been really trying to separate myself from my technology things and resume my role as like the master of the house, right? And we are in charge of the way we use technology in our home. So with that, with any healthy relationship we need to create some boundaries. And creating boundaries with technology is an essential aspect of maintaining a healthy relationship with our digital devices and with the people that are surrounding us in our home and our work environment and everything else. So I've laid out 10 things to establish boundaries in your home I will put them in in the show notes if you just want to copy and paste them over there. I will also be sending them out in my email this week. So if you're not on the email list already, go to my website. I'll put it in the show notes and just add your name to the list and you'll get all of it there too because I do think there can be work for all of us in this area. So I'll go through them quickly so don't feel like you have to write them down unless you really want to. But just go scroll down in the show notes, copy and paste them into a note and add anything in there as it comes to your mind. Number one, and this is cliche, but define your goals and your priorities. You probably already know what they are, but write them down. What are your goals and your priorities? When you can define these clearly, it's easier to learn and know where to allocate your time and energy appropriately. This also allows you to have a better idea when you need to set boundaries with technology where you actually need to put the restraints on. Number two, set limits on screen time. This can be a huge range of spectrum of for anybody but determine how much time you want to spend on specific devices each day. Use built-in features. Use third-party apps that track and limit your screen time. Set reminders to take breaks 
and engage in other activities, but learn how to set limits on your screen time. Number three, establish device-free zones and times. Designate certain areas or periods in your day where technology is off limits. You might choose not to use your phone during meals or in the bedroom or for an hour before bedtime. One thing that I have started to implement for me personally is I do not check my phone in the morning until after I have worked out. And I use an app in my phone to work out, but I have set my notifications so they're completely silenced until seven o'clock in the morning. So I don't see any of them until seven after my time of where I got up and did all of the other things. So I don't look at my phone as entertainment until after I've done the things in the morning that I need to get done. And that's been a really big game changer for me because it's helped me to refocus and reprioritize where do I want my focus and my focus does not need to be on my email inbox right when I wake up. Number four, disable notifications. Constant notifications can be so distracting and disrupt your focus. So consider disabling non-essential notifications or use the do not disturb modes during specific times to minimize your interruptions during the day. This is also something I did a few months back and it has helped drastically. I went through and I turned off, and I mean off, off, all the notifications for my social media platforms. I don't get any notifications from them anymore and it has been the biggest game changer for me. I also silenced a bunch of other notifications that I realized was were just creating noise in my head and I didn't actually need them. Another feature that's really nice, and I think all smartphones have this, is to create scheduled summaries. And then you can choose which notifications you want to come in immediately and which notifications you want to come in the scheduled summary. So for me personally, I have all of my calls and texts coming in immediately, obviously, because I want to see them when they come in. But for my emails, for any like shopping places like Amazon or Walmart or Target, any of those things that I don't need to know immediately when they come in, I put them in my scheduled summaries And then my scheduled summaries goes off a few times a day. And so I get to look at all the notifications then. That has been a very, very big game changer for me because my phone is going off so much less and it's so nice. It's been such the mental break for me that I needed and I don't think I'm ever going to go back. I've also realized I don't need any of my social media notifications on at all. They're not helpful to me in any form. And they might be for you, but I would definitely encourage you to question it and to look at it and see if you can just turn them off for a week and see how it goes. Number five, practice mindful technology use. Be aware of how you're using technology and its impact on your well-being. Take breaks, and engage in other activities. How many other activities are you doing other than scrolling on your phone or watching TV or playing on your tablet? 
or doing video games. There's so many other things that we can do when we're away from a screen. So just be mindful of your use and how it's impacting your well-being. Number six, create a technology-free routine. Designate specific times as technology-free. Use this time for other activities like talking with your loved ones, putting your kids to bed or getting them up in the morning, reading, exercising, or meditating, whatever it is for you. Maybe it's going on a walk or just cooking with no interruptions. Number seven, develop alternative hobbies and interests. I don't know if you've forgotten, but I kind of have, is that there are a lot of things we can do outside and not with technology. There are so many interests that don't rely on technology. Board games, puzzles, card games. And if none of those you like, go outside, go on a walk. There's so many other things that you can do that you don't need to have technology for. You can do other things like art, sports, music, or spending time outside. This will allow you to have a lot of diverse experiences and will help you distance yourself even more from the technology that we get so attached to. Number eight, practice digital decluttering. This is a fun one, but also kind of complicated because I find myself, I delete apps and then just have to re-download them a few weeks later, but Sometimes I delete apps and I never have to download them again. So regularly review your digital devices, your apps and subscriptions and uninstall or disable unnecessary apps, unsubscribe from irrelevant email lists. That one is so nice when you just unsubscribe from things and you have less in your email inbox. It's such a breath of fresh air and declutter your digital environment to reduce distractions and to streamline your technology use. So when you're using your technology, whatever form it comes in, you know that you're actually enjoying it. Number nine, communicate your boundaries with others. When you can clearly communicate your technology boundaries with families and friends and colleagues, it allows them to know what your limits are. Maybe you've asked coworkers or your boss not to text you after working hours and not on weekends. Maybe your whole family knows that there aren't phones at the table when you're eating dinner. Whatever it is, talk to them, let them be part of the conversation, encourage them to set their own boundaries for technology use. And when you are explaining boundaries with others, if there are specific things you need people to do, just let them know. So you're not just not responding to their texts, they need to be clued in. If you are an introvert, maybe you don't like to get phone calls unexpectedly. So let them know. Just text me first and say, can I call you in an hour? Or text me and say, call me when you can. Stuff like that. It can allow for a lot of flexibility. It can allow for better communication. It can give better relationship strengthening and bonding And it allows other people to be in on what you are doing and the way you want to be living. And lastly, number 10, seek support and accountability. If you find it challenging to stick to your boundaries, enlist the help of a friend or a family member or a support group or a coworker or a coach. 
when you have an accountability partner, it makes a really big difference. And they can be there and support you as you work towards maintaining and building your healthy habits with technology. You never know, it also might inspire them as well. So all in all, remember that technology is an amazing tool. But it really is so important to create boundaries to make sure that they are serving us rather than us serving them. Without boundaries, it's really easy for us to get overwhelmed and feel like it's totally out of our control. But when you can have boundaries with your own technology and your own devices, you know that you're in control. Going back to the personal freedom and personal ownership, you know that you are in control of your experience, your technology that's around you, and you are creating the harmony that you want to have in your home. Not to mention when your friends and family, especially if you have kids, if they see you following the boundaries that you've put in place and they know and they're involved with what you're doing, it is easier for you to uphold the family standard when you are also doing it. It's easier for you to discipline your kids and to say, no, we're done with screens, turn them off because you are also doing the same thing for you. And if you have older kids, enlist them in your help. There is no better way to keep you in check than to have your 10 to 15-year-old on you about your phone usage. They will be on you. And sometimes it's a really good thing because we do need help from other people. And kids are a really good reminder for us. And if you don't have kids, that's okay. There are other people in your life that can help you meet those technology boundary goals that you have. So my challenge for you this week is to look at your use with technology and pick one of the 10 things that I shared, scroll down and look at the show notes. Which of the 10 things do you want to focus on this week? Figure something out, make a plan, observe and decide what you want to do and then start working towards creating better technology use and technology boundaries for yourself. I can't tell you how much it's blessed my life because it really, really has. I didn't, I shared a few examples from my own life, but I didn't even scratch the surface. I feel like since I've been much more intentional with the boundaries with technology that I have, my mental health has gotten a lot better. My ability to be present with my family has increased and it's just really been an overall good experience. So I can't encourage you enough to set some boundaries with the technology that you have in your life. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. Let me know where you're struggling and have a great week. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert-extrovert spectrum. Go to erinwoodruffcoaching.com and take the quiz today.